Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Hello, doll faces. Welcome back to another episode of VPR from the start. We're still on season two. <laughs> we're we on, are. We're on episodes nine and ten. I apologize for my stuffy nose. I got the non, I got like the fake Rona. That's what I'm calling it. The fake uh, coronavirus from Vegas, from BravoCon. The false Rona virus. The, yeah, the fake Rona is what I'm calling it. And a lot of people have had the same thing. It's literally like fast and furious. It made me super stuffed up. I have a little bit of a lingering cough, but it essentially only lasted like what time did what day did it hit me like Tuesday so anyway it just was like a few days long and I lost my sense of smell for one day and then it came right back and a girlfriend texted me and was like don't you remember before COVID that um, we would essentially lose our sense of smell when we were stuffed up and I was like oh snap don't remember that but good to know anyway so that's what's up I sound a little sick Luke's hungover as fuck I'm not as fuck anymore. <laughs> Still have some lingering hangover effects. But we're a hot mess. But anywho, so you know, it's it's okay because this episode, these episodes will be hot messes as well. That's what you're all here for. So anyway, we are on episode nine of season two. Rich people annoy me. <laughs> do rich the, people annoy you? Uh sometimes. Yeah. Not in the way they do Stassi, because I haven't I never had to do I don't know, this dinner party is Something else. This housewives dinner party. Yeah. Wow. Should we just get to it? Yeah, let's just get to it. So you guys, I'm just gonna give you a little a little buffer here. Um, I did not watch this first episode with Luke. I have seen it before, duh. So Luke's gonna lead these and I'm just gonna give my my two cents. Kristen's two cents. Okay, so this episode opens at Sir with Katie, Stasi, Peter and Jax, and enter Ariana and Tom. And together? Did they enter together? Yes, they walked in together. Oh, wow. So they were really trying to get the, the fans to start hating early. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> you saw it early, early on. Anyway, Lisa is letting everyone know that she's putting like together her A-team for this Housewives event at Sir. Mm-hmm. Anyway. I have a question real quick. Does she say housewives or does she say like my friends? She said my friends. Oh, okay. Yeah. But it's the housewives. Duh. Yeah, exactly. I just wrote, where's Kristen? So you weren't there at the time. Clearly. Um, <laughs> and so all the talk about all the rumors we've been talking about are just going on. And so Kristen shows up and says she checked Tom's call log and Tom and Ariana have been calling each other. Shocking. Tom's a bad boyfriend. Shocking. I did used to check phones a lot in my day. Did you used to check phones, Luke? No, nope, I never. Didn't. Did girlfriends check your phone that you're aware of? I had an ex, I guess, look through my phone before, but. Did you ever get, get did she do it behind your back? And then like you guys would get in a fight about it. Cause she was like, yo, I looked through your phone, like a la Vanderpump rules. No, I never had something like that happen. Do you know how I would get really good at checking Tom's phone back in the day? Because, of course, he would change his password from time to time. Sure. So, back in the day, we used to do the, like, the swipe thing. 
you know, right. where you like swipe yeah, the, the numbers. Yeah. yeah. Like the shape. So I would just look at it under a light. Like I would hold the phone flat and like, look at it under a lamp and I could see like where the oil from his, like, or the sweat from his gross fingers were. And then I could figure the pattern out. So for how many years now had you not trusted Tom at this point? Because you clearly didn't have any trust or faith in him. <laughs> like the, no, like mostly, mostly the entire relationship. Okay. Uh, Just curious. Yeah. <laughs> you kill me. Anywho. Anywho. So Jax and Tom are behind the bar and Tom brings up to Jax that he heard Jax started the Tom and Ariana rumor. Mm-hmm. Jackson obviously denying it. Absolutely. I wouldn't say something like that. <laughs> like, of course I wouldn't. In comes Sheena and, and uh, yeah, verifies that's where that came from. I believe it was Sheena. Yeah. All of that sounds exactly about right. Jax makes me laugh. <laughs> Next scene, we get our first glimpse of good as gold with Sheena in studio. Oh my gosh. 10 years ago. 10 year anniversary. It's crazy. It's so wild because when you and I were talking about this, I was hell bent that good as gold was the first single. And I was like, damn it. You're right. It was what I like. And then we got the gorgeousness that is good as gold. Shout out to Sheena. You can buy the vinyl for 50 bucks online, the single. And I think it's like a, I don't know if it's a gold record. I know the one she gave Andy was a gold record, but pretty freaking cool to have vinyl with your song on it. I'm not going to lie. It's pretty cool. Definitely pretty dope. Oh man. So Sheena does good as gold. Sheena does good as gold. There's not really any context around that for the rest of the episode, but, uh, well, this is, this is during like the beginning of Vanderpump rules was really like, what do they do? What do they want to do? What do they aspire to be outside of this restaurant? So that's why there's always like, it's very chaotic. You know how we talked about before where it's just like, and now Sheena's in the studio and now we're back at sir. And now Kristen, Katie and Stassi are bitching about something. And now there's like a montage of people bussing tables. (laughs) Like it was very chaotic, but it did really well. Well, that kind of went along with your relationships. The chaos that was chaotic. Yeah, totally. Exactly. So Katie, I I put KKS in my notes for Katie, Katie, Kristen and Stassi. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because you three together a lot. So KKS making plans to get the truth out of Tom and Ariana. Mm hmm. Stasi says for her birthday in Cabo, she's going to be really nice to Jax and really get him drunk and get him like feeling himself and then get him to really spill. That's a good friend. Like that is a really good friend to like butter up her ex-boyfriend who she sort of can't stand just to figure out the truth. Right. And so this conversation is happening I believe at Katie's while Katie's pulling some cards. Oh, that's when Katie read my tarot cards. Yes. Yep. That's what's going on. Oh, I remember that. Katie is very, very intuitive. I too tried to pull tarot cards one time. I think I tried to read Peter's or Peter's brothers at, at a park one time. And I was like, listen, I'll tell you what both things say. And then you can just like decide. <laughs> I'm not as intuitive as Katie is. Yeah. That's for sure. So the, the most messed up part of this, I think it's Stassi calling you out. Or you said that you don't even know if you would break up with Tom if you caught him. Right. And Stassi said, it's really sad, Uh, but Stassi said, uh, I will lose all respect for you if you catch him red handed and, and then still don't leave. And I put this in quotes because I agree 100% that trust is gone after cheating. Like to build it back, you better have kids involved. You better have some other bigger reason to make Mm -hmm. it work in my opinion, Mm -hmm. because the trust is just, it's gone. Like to work it back is like walking such a thin line. It's like, you're trying to walk on a 
quarter inch balance beam that's made of thin ice. It's not going to work. Totally. And obviously there'd been lots of cheating in that relationship. So it was doomed everyone. Now we know. Right. Well, your chaotic, toxic relationships made TV. Sure did. Now we're back at CERN. Lisa is going, having people change every little thing to prep for this event. She specifically says that Kristen and Sheena are going to work on the other side of the restaurant to keep the drama away from her friends, which end up being worse drama than anything else that's going on. <laughs> I mean, if you see this episode. Yeah. And you've never seen Housewives. So it's like, no, I haven't. Like she's getting mad at some like 20 something year olds for being dramatic. But then you have like 50 something year olds just acting like total fools. The thing is that they, they, I don't know where they were all like sitting there and just like saying these mean, aggressive words at each other. I don't know. It was, it was weird because no one seemed to get that worked up where someone just like would get up and stomp out. They yeah. just sat, just sat through it. Just kept like taking their turn to take shots at each other. <laughs> I just thought it was really weird. Yeah. Uh, specifically, uh, Stasi says these are some vicious words between friends mm-hmm. with friends in quotes. Who needs friends when you have housewives? <laughs> right. I put a Tom quote down here. He said, you know, if it weren't for the yelling, I couldn't tell they were mad. I wouldn't be able to tell they were mad at each other because their faces don't move. That's true. Yeah. And I love Botox. Don't get me wrong. But like when you literally can't raise your eyebrows or like squint or like move your mouth like, oh, well, I guess when you have a lot of money. And Jax's line is he said it's like the drunk United Nations in there. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, Lord. Oh, it's so funny. Support for today's episode comes from OneSkin. We all know fall brings with it a certain magic, but it also brings the challenge of dry, dull skin. OneSkin has the must-have skincare that'll make you say goodbye to those cold winter blues and hello to skin that's hydrated, healthy, and glowing all year round thanks to their revolutionary OS1 peptide. Healthier, more youthful-looking skin doesn't just look great, which we all want, obviously, but it's good for your overall wellness too. Make OS1 your secret weapon to combat cold weather skin dryness and bring back the healthy, hydrated glow you thought was only reserved for summer days. Head over to oneskin.co and explore how their products can become your skin's new cold weather savior. For a limited time, our listeners can get 15% off OneSkin with our code DOTI at oneskin.co. OneSkin believes the purpose of skincare is not just to improve how we look, but to optimize our skin biology so that it is more resilient to the aging process. And let me tell you, OneSkin creates next level skincare. I love their sunscreen so much. It's an amazing tinted SPF. Do you guys know how important it is? to wear sunscreen every single day, even in the winter. One skin blends so evenly, never makes my skin look dry, yet it seems to be more of a matte finish. Cannot complain here. One skin is the world's first skin longevity company. One skin addresses skin health at the molecular level, targeting the root causes of aging so skin feels and appears younger. It's time to get started with your new face, eye, and body routine at a discounted rate today. Get 15% off with the code DOTI at oneskin.co. That's 15% off oneskin.co with code DOTI. We only have one body, one skin, and only you can choose to make it better. Age healthy with one skin. Addie. Ladies, did you know that one of the most common complaints from women about their sexual health is a frustrating low libido? Our sex drives can decline, but it's also treatable. Addie, or Flubanserin, is FDA approved and has been clinically proven to increase sexual desire in certain premenopausal women who are bothered by a low libido. So if you feel like you've lost your desire and want to get it back, stop falling for the snake oils and ask your doctor about Addie today or go to Addie.com. That's A-D-D-Y-I.com. Addie is 
for premenopausal women with acquired generalized hypoactive sexual desire disorder, HSDD, who have not had problems with low sexual desire in the past, who have low sexual desire no matter the type of sexual activity, the situation, or the sexual partner. The low sexual desire is troubling to them and is not due to a medical or mental health problem, problems in the relationship, or medicine or other drug use. Addy is not for use in men or to enhance sexual performance. Your risk of severe low blood pressure and fainting is increased if you drink one to two standard alcoholic drinks close in time to your Addy dose. Wait at least two hours after drinking before taking Addy at bedtime. Your risk of severe low blood pressure and fainting is also increased if you take certain prescriptions, over-the-counter or herbal medications, or have liver problems. Low blood pressure and fainting can happen when you take Addy even if you don't drink alcohol or take other medicines. Do not take if you are allergic to any of the ingredients in Addy. Allergic reactions may include hives, itching or trouble breathing. Sleepiness, sometimes serious, can occur. Common side effects include dizziness, nausea, tiredness, Difficulty falling asleep or staying asleep and dry mouth. See full PI and medication guide, including box warning at addy.com forward slash PI or call 844-PINK-PILL. Go to addy.com and use code DOTI for a $10 telemedicine appointment to find out if Addy is right for you. So Kristen at this time is out in the alley crying. <laughs> Again? Yeah. Well, I was so good at that. She comes back in, does some, starts working, and then hears that Jax, Tom, and Ariana are all bartending together out back, and she did not know this. So she walks away, heading to confront Tom. Because for sure, when Lisa has a 10-person dinner party, she definitely needs three bartenders. 100%. And two servers. And five, two- five people for nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Literally. That's insane. She doesn't try to start shit or anything, does she? Nope. She doesn't throw gas on the fire. (laughs) But so out in the alley, Tom comes out. You guys yell at each other a whole bunch. And you bring up three years ago in Vegas. And at this point, I feel like at least what they aired, what you Mm -hmm. were saying, kind of didn't have enough context with Tom. Like you had talked about all this stuff with everyone else and not with him. Uh You heard about it. So I kind of felt for Tom and being confused. And he was like, I have no idea. I don't know what you're talking about. I... Yeah, I don't know. He who did told know what, what I was talking about, though. Maybe he did, but he absolutely what he knew saw. what I was talking about because when it happened, when so this it, is true. Then, when he was in Vegas, and he and Ariana happened to be in Vegas at the same time, many moons prior to this, the reason that I knew was because either she and I were randomly Facebook friends, or I was friends with someone she was Facebook friends with, but I had like gone to her Facebook page because I think we didn't even have Instagram yet. And she was in Vegas. And I'm like, what the fuck? She's in Vegas. Tom's in Vegas. Tom didn't tell me about this. Well, that's interesting. And then when he had come home from Vegas, he had deleted all like text and calls with her. Like she didn't like exist in his text messages. Hmm. So I was like, well, I know you guys were texting. So why did you just delete like her entire thread? Yeah, that's sketchy. Yeah. Very, very sketchy. So he did know. That's just the way boys lie. Right. They play dumb and they go, well, I don't even know. I'm so confused. What do you mean? What if I'm, I'm so lost right now. I think we've seen him do this on other seasons of Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. When Ariana was his girlfriend, you know? I agree. I just, from a viewer standpoint on this, at it this point, it, it looked like it would be confusing to him because you were talking to all the girls and not to him about this. And then you bring it up out of nowhere. Like, like it's the first time he'd heard it, which it could have looked, it kind of looked like it could have been the way that it was edited. The way, the, appeared the way it was way. edited, it appeared that it could have been the first time. That's so it. interesting actually, because I guess I would think that people would know because we lived together and had been dating at that point for like over five years that it would just be like, well, yeah, duh. <laughs> of course they've talked about this, but I see what you're saying because it, it essentially did not exist on the show right? from what you've seen. No, that's really interesting. 
I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's hard to keep up with where you two are. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, yeah, Lisa comes outside to kind of like, so Tom goes back into work. Lisa comes outside to talk to Kristen and Kristen says, Lisa actually talked to her like a woman for once instead of being like really hard on her. Mm, That's nice. Yeah. I think it was because she saw all the chaos and how childish all of her friends were being. And it was just like, comes out and is like, uh, it'd be awfully hypocritical for me to scold her right now. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Yeah. For for the stuff that's going on. Thanks, babe. Yeah. That kind of settles. Kristen doesn't leave, even though uh, Lisa tells her to go home. And then... (laughs) I'm like, no, I will die. I will die on this mountain. You stayed in the alley. You will die in that alley. Oh, man. So so embarrassing and awesome at the same time. uh, So anyway, Kristen, Stassi, and Katie are sitting in the alley. Ariana and Sheena uh, come out to have their little conversation. Oh, this scene. I do remember this scene like it was yesterday. Sheena's fucking glasses. Yeah. I hated those glasses. Like, Sheena, you're a beautiful girl, but I hated those fucking glasses so much. Oh, man. Ariana says nothing happened in Vegas, basically. And Sheena just won't stop bringing up the Jax rumor. It's like Sheena just won't acknowledge anything that the conversation that's going on. She's like, I heard you slept with Jax. I heard you slept with Jax. And you're like, shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) No one asked you, shut the fuck up. And it's like, no, you can shut the fuck up. And it's like, no, you can shut the fuck up. (laughs) And then it was like, just this teenagers, coral hymn of shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up, shut the fuck up. No, you can shut the fuck up. (laughs) Oh my God. Oh, how did people watch our show? We are annoying. (laughs) I love you guys. Hey, it was entertaining. (laughs) So that one wraps up and you catch a glimpse of the next episode. You're missing one of the best lines when she's like, Katie's like, you need to keep your nose out of other people's business. And Sheena's like, my nose is fine right where it is. Thank you. I don't don't remember that. (laughs) I do so well. And I have not watched that episode in 10 years. (laughs) But that's, but I do remember also that Ariana and I actually were like, I was trying to like converse with her and it was like, my friends were backing me up and Sheena wouldn't shut up. And so it, like Ariana and I, like, I'm sure Ariana did not want to have that conversation with me regardless, but I was really trying to like not yell at her and just be like, dude, just tell me, you know, like I'm a cool girl too. Just tell me it's not your fault. Like it's Tom's fault. Like, yeah, you know, Oh, geez. he's the cheater, not you. You didn't owe me anything. We weren't even friends. <laughs> it didn't work. <laughs> not no, at all. Clearly. I tried. Yeah. Anything else you want to add for that episode? Mm, I don't think so. I'm going to wrap it up and go to Stassi's birthday trip. I think the only thing is I'm sure that I felt fairly like relieved that the heat was off of me and that people were focusing on the other rumor. I'm sure during that time that I felt relieved. Yeah, that could be. Okay. (sighs) Well, Cabo, here we come. Yes. Season two, episode 10, Sir of the Border. What a terrible name for an episode. (laughs) Sorry to hate on it. Well, it, sir, it, means, I mean, sir means south. I know. Okay. I still, yeah. <laughs> You're like, even so, it's still not good. <laughs> still not good. <laughs> oh, well, you know. This episode opens with Stassi and Christina Kelly shopping and talking about how Jax wasn't invited and he's still going and always seems to show up at Stassi's birthday parties when he's not invited and also that she was regretting having invited Sheena because yes, things were better at the time when they started planning it Mm -hmm. than they are now. 
Yeah. And it's, it's tough to like yank that invite back unless it is like an ex or just someone's like really done you dirty. It's like, how do you just be like, I I don't really want you to come anymore. It's kind of fucked up. So you just kind of deal with it. Like here's our group trip. Hopefully she'll just go do her own thing. You know? I mean, it was pretty set, pretty much said explicitly by Stassi. Like, why don't you just get your ticket refunded? Oh, did she say that? Maybe know. it was in an interview, but she okay, said, yeah. why can't you just get your, why can't you get your ticket refunded? Yeah. Why do you have to come? Well, I'll tell you guys why. Because um, production because she told us who she was going. Because she didn't want to get by every guy that was Oh, there. yeah. Let's talk about that. Oh, shoosh. Luke, you had like a visceral reaction to that. So we fly to Cabo. And once we get to Cabo, we have two sprinter vans. Uh-huh. And... We, whoever decides it's going to be guys and girls, which is essentially how our rooms were, which is so strange because I didn't actually remember that until we were watching the episode. I was like, oh, we did have like a girl's suite and a boy's suite, even though Katie and I were in relationships. Weird as fuck. Yeah. Strange. Super strange. And I'm guessing Sheena and Shay must have had their own room. Yeah. They had their own. Yeah. That which makes sense. But, um, yeah. So when we did the sprinter van thing and we obviously didn't know until later in the episode, you have Jax come to the girl's suite and tell us what Sheena says. But really, you know what the fucked up part is? We don't really, really know until we would get to watch the episode back right. exactly how it because said. Jax is the one relaying the message. And yeah. You're like, uh, so it's like, that have been spun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or like in what did context, you, right. yeah, like meaning, I don't know what other context you could talk about getting gang banged, but it could have been like, did Jack say it first or did one of the guys say something? And then Sheena was like, I mean, I guess, or something like that. But no, you have she, little Sheena, little tiny Sheena in a sprinter van with all dudes going, I'd rather get gang, her idea, I'd rather get gang banged by all of you than be in the van with the girls. Yeah, with her boyfriend Jay right next to her. My immediate response yeah, was, Luke what was, the fuck did she just say? Luke like, was like, poor Shay. Uh, yeah, I, I What would know. you do? I mean, I would never, but like, what would you do if we, if I, I was, would have said that to you, the fuck did you just say? Yeah, you would have. I would have said that. Yeah. Totally. Like, what, what just came out of your mouth? Like, Go put some soap in your mouth. The, the weird thing though. I don't know. It seemed like Peter and uh, basically all the guys, but Shay were like big eyed and all jo- loved the joking oh, yeah. about Peter the was like really relishing thing. in it. I mean, Schwartz said something about it too. Like all the guys made gangbang comments afterward and like on yeah, the ride. Which is really fucking weird. Yeah. I think like Shay was like, boy? I think I should just leave. <laughs> yeah. Like if they're it's not going to respect like their girlfriends, even bigger than that, not respecting Shay in that moment. That was really wild. And your reaction was fucking hysterical. Cause you were like, what the fuck did, what? <laughs> it's like, dude. I can't imagine being Shay in that position. That was, uh, yeah, quite wild. Quite a doozy. All right. So, yeah, girls' car, obviously, they're just talking shit about Sheena the whole ride to the hotel. Did I talk shit about Sheena? I don't think. I wasn't like a big um, Sheena shitter talker. Uh, they, well, they didn't show much, but every, that's all pretty much what people, what you, the conversation that they showed. Yeah, I was ride. just curious because anyway. I feel like I was a little bit nicer than everybody else back in the day. Anyway, I thought it was just super weird, though, that the girls are all staying in one suite and the guys in another. That's like. I, I said to you too, I said, just so you know, if we go on some trip with a bunch of other couples, that shit ain't happening. No. <laughs> like, I'm not sleeping in a room with a bunch of guys. I'm <laughs> sleeping in a room with you. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's how that's going to go. I wonder why we did that. It's so funny. It's weird. I mean, 
I guess, I don't know. It feels like high school spring break. Like, is there a chaperone? Girls in this room, guys in that room. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my goodness. We just didn't really like our people very much, I guess. Yeah, clearly, none of those couples are together anymore. True true story. So, yeah. True story. Wasn't, wasn't you live and you, you live, you love, and you learn. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, exactly. So Lisa upgraded Stassi's suite for this, and she made a comment saying, well, Sheena got a dress, so Stasi gets a, her suite upgraded. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what... Oh, the dress, you were confused. Do you remember in season one when Sheena and Pandora went dress shopping? Oh, for their double birthday. And, yeah, because yes. they, they do, they literally have the same birthday. Right. So, yeah, that's what Lisa was referring to. Also, I just want to take a moment. You guys, I'm sorry this is a little messy, but I would like to take a moment, speaking of Pandora, a little a little break to touch on... Lisa Vanderpump decided to uh, comment about my podcast. <laughs> Thank you so much. And was this at BravoCon that you saw this? I read it. I believe someone asked her. I, bet, I believe she was Clearly, asked Clearly, I don't it. think yeah. she offered this information. I don't think Lisa was like listening to my podcast and couldn't wait to give her opinion. Right. Um, but what Lisa said was that, in fact, I was very wrong and that Pandora, in fact, was more than likely faking. I don't know if she said faking, but like putting on the American accent. So first and foremost, Foremost, I'm not everyone. I'm not being like a see you next Tuesday about this. I don't think Pandora is like some fake person, whatever. All I was saying was in my friendship with her, as long as I had known Pandora, which was even before I dated Tom Sandoval, she, she never had a, a British accent, except when we were at work, when Pandora briefly worked at Sir. And when she would film or like was with her parents, that was the only time I would hear this British accent come out. So yes, do I absolutely believe that when she started going to college in Los Angeles, that she probably worked more on her American accent and that's probably the truth? Why not? Of course. Sure. I'm not calling her like a fucking asshole. So I don't know why this turned into this like, Kristen's wrong. She doesn't know anything. I mean, I had people online be like, I've known Pandy her whole life and I went to school with her in England. And I'm like, okay, you're probably fucking right. I don't know. I met her in 2007. I think it's because you said her, it sounds fake. It's like her her British accent that sounds fake. No, I said, I said, I thought she was faking it because she would turn it on and turn it off. Right. So I thought she was only doing the British accent to appease her parents or appease like the cameras or something of that nature. I, I know where she went to school. I'm very aware of all of that. I just thought she was putting the British accent on, but she no longer had the British accent. That's all I thought. Gotcha. That okay. was my experience with her. I'm not calling her anything wrong. And Lisa, it's your daughter. You know, you don't have to get your panties in a twist about it. It's all good. And you're probably right. Actually, I'll just say it. You are right. There you go. Rock and roll. Pandora has a beautiful speaking voice no matter what accent she speaks in. I hope she got a lot of people to listen to my podcast. So, Lisa, thank you so much for the shout out. Oh, man. All right. Go ahead, Luke. <laughs> anyway, so uh, Stasi's quoted saying, something's wrong with you if you can't get along with a group of women. And referring I, to Sheena. Yes. And I agree with that. And I, when I heard her say that, I was like, I could not agree more. I disagree. Okay. And so let's talk about why. Certain groups of women are so fucking toxic that it'd be like, I I don't know. 
Certain uh, groups of men are so fucking toxic. Agreed. Sure, absolutely. Certain groups of That's people. what I'm saying, but just a statement, or blanket statement like that is like, I can't well, just agree with that. because, you know what it is? She's, she's making a generalization of girls, of women that say, oh, I'm not a girl's girl. I get along with the guys better. I like hanging out with just guys because guys, you know, I'm like cool like that. It's those kind of women. Okay, well, those, and I think stereotypically... Stereotypically is what we're talking about. I mean, we're definitely making generalizations right. here. Well, stereotypically, I think those women are also the ones that kind of like need to be the prettiest one in the group. Yeah, they need thing. attention. Yeah. Which... They're attention seekers. Um, but I, I do agree with even that blanket statement. If you cannot be friends with other women, I do think there's there's something wrong. <laughs> and obviously, as we know Sheena now, she has plenty of female friends. Right. But the generalization in that moment of being like, I don't want to be around girls. I want to be the guys and be one of the guys. And then saying, Oh, like I'd rather be in a gangbang with all of you. And then the guys are like, Oh my gosh, she's so funny. And then they're all picturing what it would be like to fuck Sheena. <laughs> Hello, they're dudes. So it kind of all made perfect sense in that moment. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Boom. <laughs> so do you remember the bar, uh, club pink kitty? Yes. Because I remember the really cute blue and blue dress that I wore. And I loved that dress and it was so cheap and I wore it until like the seams were falling apart. Nice. You did meant comment on that pretty yeah. frequently. Every time you were in it, you're like, oh, I love that I dress. Love that oh. dress. I was so tan. <laughs> um, I do sort, I do remember that night very well when Schwartz threw the drink on Katie. How could you forget? Oh yeah. Do we want to, do we want to go there, Luke? Do we want to yeah, give, I mean, give we the can, people what we they get want? Right to it. Or we can talk about what set that up. I mean, we haven't talked about when we were there and you specifically saying you, you don't want Sheena drinking from your bottle. The oh, bottle. so fucking mean. Yeah. And I was like, Tom, do you want me to go get a security guard? Cause I will. <laughs> I'm such an yeah. asshole. And so what initiated, Who did I think I was, what initiated the fight with, uh, Schwartz and Katie was that Schwartz handed a shot to Sheena when they guys were doing like a happy birthday shot toast kind of thing. Yes. And, and so, we were being mean girls and we were yes. like, Sheena doesn't get to have one. Just we get to have one. And this is, I believe is the birth of tequila, Katie and crazy Kristen. Sheena says those two lines that stick. You're right. She said them in this episode too. Did Sheena name us? I think she did. I'm going to have to ask Sheena if she is the one who named us that because wow, I haven't really thought back about like when those nicknames came about. Now we know. This is a pretty big couple episodes, really. Yeah. Season two, episode nine, where Good as Gold is premiered, mm -hmm. is brought to the surface. And then episode 10 with Crazy Kristen and Tequila Katie totally. being coined. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, Schwartz really messes up pouring this drink on Katie. Uh, that is, uh, yeah, that wouldn't fly. I don't think with really any woman. I don't think any woman's no. going to be okay with their boyfriend or significant other doing that to them. No. I will say I've never, never had, uh, never had a significant other that I cared about <laughs> has ever uh, done anything like that before. Okay. What about you? No. Have you, not. no one's ever tried. Have you ever, I mean, I would say you've never have, right? No, <laughs> I haven't. No, you know, I don't know. It's hard to say in college, there's a lot of blurry nights. So yeah. someone might've tried to pour a drink on me, but not like a girl you were dating, like your girlfriend. No, 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 no. Yeah. Definitely but like not. someone, no. someone random. So you guys, I have a secret to tell you. Okay. Fill me in. So the scene with Tom and Katie and the drink throwing really fucking happened as you can see. However, the exact 
moment where Schwartz literally dumped the drink that just that one quick moment was missed by cameras. And one of our amazing DPs, our director of photography had set the camera down for like one second or like moved it from their shoulder for like one second and just missed that little moment, which was fucking insane. Right. And we all obviously felt so bad for the camera person because it's like, we're, we love our crew. Like what, what are the chances, right? Like for one second, split second. So the very next day, the very next night, Tom and Katie had to go back to the same club and redo that one tiny part. But everything you see leading up to it, as well as all of us being there and consoling Katie and all of that, that's all real in real time because we did not go with Tom and Katie back to that bar to shoot that scene. I think they did a good job. They did amazing. So I just feel like it's like one of those things. It was 10 years ago and I've just really wanted to say it, but I don't want the fans or like the viewers to think that by any means, any of this was fake. It was just that one split second, but it's like, how do you, how do you air all of that that happened in reality if you don't have what, you know, the thing that happened? So fucking shout out to Katie Maloney, hands down, hats off. I bow down to go back sober and say, I will take one for the team because I love my crew and I love my show. And I will now sober, let my significant other dump a beer on me. And then I will continue to be pissed off about it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah. Yeah. That part, she didn't have to act. No, I mean, and then had to like go change again and then meet us at the real bar we were at the next night. Right. right. So, I mean, that is called a fucking team player. Okay. So this, so. when you go back to the room and go skinny dipping and all this other stuff happens, like not, not that much stuff, but that all happened before she went back to reshoot that Mm-mm. drink. No. You said she had to go back the next day. Right. That, that night, you guys went skinny dipping. You went back to the room after. Right, right, right. I'm talking about the very next night when we go to another bar. Is when you reshot it. Is when Katie reshot it. Correct. Gotcha. Okay. So we haven't gotten that far, I don't think, on this episode yet. To the. The no, next night at a bar, a different bar we went to. There is to. no next night at a bar. Right. Because this is, this episode is a two part episode. I mean, uh, a two part, Cabo is a two part. Yes. Gotcha. Thing. I'm with you. So anyway. Anyway, I just had to say that. Okay, moving on. So anyway, yeah, girls get back to the room and Stassi's like, well, we have to go skinny dipping. It's my birthday. And girls go down to the beach and go skinny dipping. And it lasts about two seconds, it looks like, because the water's cold. And And by skinny dipping, I think Stassi was the only one that actually went skinny dipping. We all kept our bottoms on. (laughs) Yeah, well... Looked like fun until, I mean, the next day too, during the day, you guys were, got the boat and went over to the beach and yeah. What was that? Lover's Island and Divorce Island? No, uh, Lover's and Divorce Beach. Anyone that's been to Cabo out there at the point where they've got like the arch, you can't see it on the other side, but there's rocks all around and there's this beach that hits the like Bay Marina side. I believe that's considered Divorce Beach and then Lover's Beach is on the other side. Now I may have those swapped. But cool place to check out if you ever go to Cabo. The girls, yeah, are doing their thing. And Peter gets to judge this wet t-shirt contest. And we get introduced to uh, the skank hierarchy. (laughs) The skank hierarchy. (laughs) This is the kind of shit we can't say anymore. But the skank hierarchy, according to Stas, according to young little Stasi, is hookers, strippers, and now wet t-shirt people, I think is what she said. (laughs) Wet t-shirt contest people. 
But I agree. I, I've seen a wet t-shirt contest here and there, but never like what I saw in Cabo. And Peter was loving every second of every lap dance. He got flashed. He had boobies in his face. Like Peter was getting it. Oh, yeah. You know, I've never actually seen a wet t-shirt contest. Really? Yeah. Out of all the skanks that you hung out with in college? <laughs> wow. Oh, man. There weren't that many. Oh, interesting. Well, Peter saw plenty of them in Cabo. Yeah, and this is now the second lap dance that Peter has gotten in season two. <laughs> wow. Good for him. That's pretty funny. And also at this bar, I remember um, we a bunch of us bought like these glass guns that you put tequila in. And then they would like, you would do a shooter and they would put a sombrero on your head and then they'd shake your head around. <laughs> Is that like supposed to get you more drunk really fast or something by shaking your head? I don't know. It doesn't sound enjoyable. No, it wasn't. I mean, yeah, no, that doesn't sound fun. <laughs> we were all drinking just like the cheapest, grossest, like warmest, most golden tequila. Oh, babe, I'm hungover. You're making puke. <laughs> Stop, please. <laughs> oh, Cabo, Cabo, oh, Cabo. Oh, I skipped over. So the guys in the morning before you guys went on the boat and beach trip. Yes. The scene in the guy's room is the Tom's cuddling in bed. Yeah. Weird. Is it weird or is that normal for them? No, it's very normal for them, but I okay. always just found it a little odd. Yeah. They're, they're tight. Yeah. Do you cuddle with any of your besties? No. Right. I mean, so. how much do I cuddle with you? You do. Sometimes. Yeah, you but cuddle it's not with like, me, just not when we're like going to sleep. Exactly. To but wake, do you wake spoon up with your boys? No. Right. <laughs> I rest my case. <laughs> no spooning the dudes. Yeah. I haven't shared. Maybe them. if Tom and Tom spooned their girlfriends more, they would have more successful relationships. I love you, Schwartz. I'm sorry, but I said what I said. Now we go to dinner, Stassi's birthday dinner. And the very first thing at this birthday dinner is Jax pulls out a present he got for Stassi. He did a good job. A sweet guy. He got the tattoo and now we got her some like designer pajamas, it looks like. Yeah. He got her some shorts. Like a pair of like cute shorts and then some pajamas. Okay. I'm pretty yeah, sure. Something like that. He's like, I he know fashion. A, yeah, know he fashion. did a good job. Yeah. And she was, yeah, she was like, okay, like, it's not like a, let's just say skank again. It's not like a skanky present. It's not like some crappy, like some crap you just, you know, get. Hmm. It's like, he put some thought into it, you know, put him back on that little, that pedestal of respect. So boys, if you, if you want some respect, buy some fashion. Jax is really working it too, because that pink kitty, obviously he's like talking to girls and you see Stassi no noticing that he's, you know, he's being single. Yeah. And but there's definitely a fine line between like trying to make someone jealous. So they like want to be with you and pushing it to a limit, which you'll see on next week's episode. Okay. It doesn't surprise me. Yeah. So anyway, after the present, uh, the whole discussion of the drink fiasco happens at the table and Katie is just breaking down crying and has to uh, leave the table. Yeah. And I watched this scene very, very differently than I did 10 years ago. Because we were just like, God, Katie, like enough. Like, you know, I was even backing Stassi on that. Like, just not again. Like, don't ruin the birthday again. Like, Katie, can you just like keep it together? You know? And I was very much on that bad bandwagon. But rewatching that scene a decade later and hearing the shit that Tom Schwartz was saying to her. Like, yeah, they were both fighting with harsh words. Both of them. They're both equally you know, is guilty in that moment. But Schwartz said to Katie, 
you give me anxiety. You act like a moron. Then he says, did you graduate from seventh grade? And then tells her you, she was like, well, you never listen to me or, or something like that. And he was like, you, yeah, he's like, cause I don't like, it was something about her voice again, or I don't like what you sound like. And you make my life miserable. Like, dude, that's fucking hurtful. Like, and it seems like kind of out of nowhere. I don't know. I don't know the context behind him getting that upset. But like he is, they're both very, Tom and Katie equally have like a fantastic vocabulary. They, they're both very sharp tongued, right? Very quick. Um, they both kind of can go for the jugular, like what we're watching in Vanderpump Rules in their relationship at this time. But I don't know, man, like in this moment, she's literally just going like, Number one, Schwartz, you just fucking threw a drink on her. So you are in the goddamn doghouse and you should be groveling and apologizing. Let her be sad. Let her be upset. Now, granted, is he a little annoyed because when there's alcohol in the mix, we all tend to act like more dramatic. The sad turns to anger. Like, yes, there's so many wrong parts about all of us during this time of our life. Fair enough, right? Mostly alcohol. But that being said, like, Schwartz was like 31, probably 30, 31, 32 at this time. And he's not allowing her to be sad. And he's not even, he should be saying, I'm fucking sorry. You're right. I messed up. I can't believe what I did last night. Now, does he deserve to be taking like verbal abuse? No, neither of them do. But you're in the doghouse. Deal with it a little bit. And to say those things, I don't know, man, that just hurt my soul. And I love Tom and Katie both separately, but we're talking about what we're talking about. And that just kind of pissed me off. And, um, while Stassi and I were telling Katie to stop it, we really should have been telling Tom to stop it, but you live and you learn. You live and you learn. So there it is. Uh, in all of its glory. Yeah. It's that episode. <laughs> the messiest fucking season of Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. Wraps up with the dinner and next week we'll next have episode week we'll, 11 for you. Yep. And it'll be the second part of Cabo. And, um, yeah, there's a lot, a lot more, a bigger shit show to come. Cause I do remember it very well. Oh, yay. Well, I appreciate and love all of you for hanging in there with us while we have hungover boy over here and sicky me. And I've explained already how difficult these episodes can be, but I really appreciate all of you DMing me and emailing and just being so kind and keep on bringing the love. Um, And again, if you guys have questions, if there's anything you want us to touch on, keep sending them over. Yeah. Thank you everyone for all the love and support. And we will talk to you next week on Sex, Love, and What Else Matters. And again, on VPR from the start. Kapow. Kapow. Thanks for listening, everyone. (laughs) Bye, guys. Love you. Make sure to follow us on social media. You can follow me on all platforms at Kristen Doty and follow Luke on Instagram at Luke double underscore Broderick. Be sure to click the subscribe button so you can stay up to date with new episodes every single Wednesday. Thanks for listening. See you next week. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games.